bestie. Welcome or welcome back to the Bold and Badass podcast. I'm your host, Lacey, and I'm fired up that you're here because I am so tired of women feeling inadequate for not being further along in life and like they're crazy or ungrateful even for wanting more. On this show, I'm going to help you cut through the noise, turn your setbacks into your success story, and become the most bold and badass version of you. I'm talking about calling in the most exciting opportunities, experiences, and people into your life and claiming the abundance that is your birthright. So if you're ready to make some serious magic happen, grab your coffee and water and let's fucking go. Hello, beautiful. Thank you for tuning in to another week. I have to say it was a little bit hard for me to show up today. I am in the final few days before starting my period this month. I'm feeling a bit lower energy. I've had a busy few weeks, these last few weeks, and I'm feeling a little drained and a little in need of rest. So I really didn't want to show up today, but I am proud of myself right now because I made a commitment to show up and to release episodes every Wednesday. And here I am, even if I'm not in the greatest of energy, I think we can all relate to this at times. And maybe there are even some times when you set goals for yourself and you struggle during these times when you're not feeling as energized, as motivated inspired to show up that you just wish, how can I make myself show up and do the work even on the days when I don't feel like it? How can I stay committed and fulfill that commitment to myself? If that's something you've always struggled with, I've truly been there. And also I got you, this episode is going to be perfect for you. I thought what a great time to talk about my 1% rule, which is basically My method for overcoming the low energy, low motivation, don't feel like doing shit seasons of my life because I have them too. I came up with the 1% rule back when I was coaching women in health and wellness. I had a health and wellness program called Bear Boot (laughs) Blooper. I had a health and wellness program called Bear Bold and Beautiful. And the main profile of women that were in this program wanted to lose weight, wanted to become overall healthier, get their energy back, overcome their inability up to that point, at least, to stay consistent in their commitments to themselves and showing up even when it's hard so that they can create long-lasting, sustainable change in their lives and in their well-being. And basically where this 1% rule rooted from is the low grade mindset of all or nothing mentality, all or nothing mentality. Does that ring a bell for you? Does that resonate with you? So many of the women I talk to experience this and they're like, I just don't know how to get out of that cycle. But basically all or nothing mentality is the idea that if something isn't perfect, if you can't show up a hundred percent, if you can't do it perfectly or right, quote unquote, then it's not worth doing at all. It's not worth giving anything to. And one way to identify this is all or nothing people are usually all in or all out. This can apply to work, relationships, physical performance, hobbies, emotional well-being, you name it. But for a lot of people, it shows up in their health and fitness. So we'll run with that example for a moment. Now, the thing about all or nothing mentality is it does have upsides. There are upsides and downsides to it. And whether you realize it or not, 
if this is a cycle you're stuck in, then one of these upsides is probably benefiting you or serving you in some way, and that's why you can't get out of it. So I'm going to tell you what they are. The first upside to being in an all or nothing mindset is the very low level of commitment required. If you are not feeling 100%, then you don't have to give anything. You don't have to try it all. How many times have you heard the old saying, if you can't do something right, don't do it at all. Go home. Don't waste my time. Don't waste my energy. A lot of us heard that growing up from our parents, from our coaches, from our teachers. So for a lot of us, this all or nothing mindset has been programmed in a way. And I do believe that when our parents and coaches said this to us, they were only trying to bring out the best in us. They were trying to push us, challenge us to do more, to be more. But unfortunately, that's not the reality that that mindset has created in most of us. There's only two outcomes that come from all or nothing mentality, and neither are good. The first one is you don't feel like giving 100% more than you do, so you get less than mediocre results. In the second scenario, you do show up and give 100, 100, 100, back to back to back to back, day in and day out. The grind never stops until you literally hit physical burnout and your body forces you to stop. There's not a positive outcome in either scenario. So to circle back, the first upside is that a very low commitment level is required because anytime you're not feeling 100%, you can just give 0%. The second upside to all or nothing mindset is that it lets you stay inside of your comfort zone. If you don't have to work too hard when you're not feeling like it, then you don't have to get uncomfortable. You don't have to grow because growth happens outside of the comfort zone. All or nothing mentality is inside the comfort zone because you only have to give 100% when you feel 100%. You only have to give 0% when you're not feeling 100%. You don't have to put in any effort when you're not feeling 100%. It's very comfortable. And if you feel like you're caught in this all or nothing mentality, then there's a good chance that one of these two upsides is actually serving you at the moment. It's either serving you in the fact that you don't have to be serious about your commitment or you don't have to get too uncomfortable or make too many changes in your lifestyle or to who you are in order to follow through. But let me tell you, there are a lot more downsides to this mentality. So if nothing I've said makes you want to change yet, then keep listening. The first downside to an all or nothing mindset is pretty obvious, but it's very limiting. If you're only willing to take action or do the things that are gonna get you closer to your goals when you feel like it, when you're really feeling good, energized, confident, like you've got all your ducks in a row, then you're not gonna make much progress, which kind of segues right into the second downside. And that's that progress is rare. Progress is very rare when you have all or nothing mentality. And I'll give you a little example to explain what I mean. If you're starting a new workout regimen and you feel motivated, energized, and ready to go, and you give it 100% on Monday and Tuesday, but on day three, you're taking a rest day, so you give 0%. Day four, Thursday, the soreness is really taking a toll on you, so you're going to give it one more rest day. You give 0%. Day five, Friday, something unexpected comes up, which is inevitable. I mean, this is life we're talking about. Something is always going to come up. So you give 0% on day five, and then the weekend comes, and you had plans already. So you give 0% on day six and seven. Now let's do the math. 100% on day one and two, 
and 0% on day three through seven comes out to a weekly average of 28.5%. You get a 28.5 score for your effort level for the week. Now let's play out a different scenario. We'll make this one super short and easy. You get 50% seven days out of the week. What that 50% looks like, use your imagination. Just pretend that's what it is. But you get 50% seven days out of the week. What is your weekly average now? 50%. All you had to do was show up and you automatically had a higher score, even though you gave half the effort on Monday and Tuesday. Is this making sense? This all or nothing mentality is what stops so many people from reaching their fitness goals, their financial goals, starting a business, sticking with a business, learning a new skill, seeing through anything that's important to them. Because the second they don't feel like it anymore, they forget why they're doing it and they stop showing up completely. I don't want that to happen to you. So I'm going to give you the solution to that here in a minute, right after I tell you the third and the fourth downside to all or nothing mentality. The third downside to all or nothing mindset is that trust is easily lost with yourself. So every time you set your goals and plans for the week and you say, I'm going to work out this many days and you start the week off on a high note and then that midweek lull comes and then of course the unexpected comes and it steers you off track and you end up having one of those 100% Monday, 100% Tuesday and then 0% the rest of the week types of weeks. Every single time you do that, you lose a little faith in yourself. Your word to yourself becomes a little less trustworthy. You know that phrase, word, your word is your bond? Well, every time you don't follow through on what you say you're going to do, your word is not bonding. All or nothing mentality is killing your confidence. Part of what builds confidence is following through on the things that we say we're going to do. It creates a level of trust and reassurance in who we are. It builds confidence because it lets us know that we are who we say we are. And when we aren't who we say we are, we destroy that confidence. We destroy it a little more every time we don't follow through. So that's a pretty big downside. The fourth downside to all or nothing mindset is that basic tasks become very difficult. When you constantly hear and tell yourself, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it at all. If you're not going to do it perfect, then why are you wasting your breath? You make the babyest steps a hundred times bigger than what they are. Let me just ask you this. If I said, come here, you're going to carry a thousand bricks from this side of the yard to this side of the yard. You have to do it all at once. If you're not going to give me a hundred percent, get the fuck out of here. How overwhelming would that be? Would you look at the pile and say, fuck that, I'm out, not worth it? But what if I brought you to the pile of bricks and I said, you're going to carry a thousand bricks from this side of the yard to that side of the yard, but you only have to take one at a time. And if you're feeling up for it, you can take more. You can take two or three or even four, however many you can carry. But if you're not feeling up for it, if you don't have the energy and the strength then the bare minimum is one. You can take one, that's nothing. Little by little, those bricks would get moved, wouldn't they? That is why all or nothing mentality is not serving you. It's keeping you from even starting. And that's a problem. Healing and growing and becoming the best version of ourselves is not easy work. 
but it's work that must be done. So you can either learn this now and make today day one, or you can continue down this negative cycle, starting over every Monday or every new month or every new year and learn one day far, far in the future when it's too late, when 10, 20, or even 30 years has gone by. Wouldn't you rather have a sustainable, more enjoyable experience on this journey anyways? That's what breaking out of all or nothing mindset gives you. So now I want to hopefully help you figure out how you can do that, how you can change your story so that you can reach all of your goals, whether it be in health, financial, career, relationships, any goal that you have for yourself or for your life. This will help you chip away and make sustainable progress until you reach all of those goals. The first step to overcoming it and rewriting it is spotting it. So if you hear or find yourself using terms like always or never, I always do this, or this is how it always goes, I never do this, this never happens for me, this never plays out the way I want it to, if you catch yourself using words like this, then you are caught in the all or nothing mindset cycle. The first way to break free of that is stop using those terms. As soon as you catch yourself, stop yourself in your tracks and say, this is how it went down this time. This time it played out like this. But next time, this is how it's going to go down. This is how I'm going to respond. This is what I'm going to do. Just start replacing those words. Make them less definitive, less permanent, and make them temporary. Another way to spot it is if anytime a problem arises, you feel a complete inability to see any alternatives or solutions. Maybe you struggle with this or maybe you know someone who's like this. Anytime there's a problem, everything is just to hell in a handbasket. There's no making it better. That is classic all or nothing mentality. The more you start to notice it, the more you start to become aware, the easier time you'll have pulling yourself out of it. So the key here is to just, just remember that the little things make up the big picture. Nothing comes as one big piece, nothing in life, not even humans. We're made up of trillions of tiny little cells. Everything in life is made up of something smaller. So try to remember that the next time you're faced with a big challenge or a big goal or an obstacle. What is the very next thing that you can do? What is the very next step that you can take? Here's the big success secret, okay? Here's how you beat all or nothing mentality. If you're stuck in this loop, this is how I lost 75 pounds in a year sustainably. It's how I paid back thousands and thousands of dollars in debt that I owed. It's how I created multiple businesses. It's how I regulated my monthly cycle. It's how I've completely transformed my life in so many more ways than I can even compile into this episode. So there's three things you can do to get yourself out of this cycle and on your way to making sustainable progress towards your goals. The first one is follow through on something tiny to gain your self-trust back. So you may not realize how important this is, but even following through on the tiniest thing, it creates this positive loop in your brain. You could literally say, I'm going to walk to the end of my block and back. And then when you go and do that and you get back, your brain releases dopamine as a reward for following through. It's kind of wild. 
This is a two-sided thing. You start doing these small things, follow through on these tiny things so that you subconsciously gain your trust back within yourself. And then on the flip side of that, as you're building that trust back up, when you make a bigger claim or a bigger commitment to yourself, you are now more likely to follow through because the version of yourself that you know, that the subconscious you knows is she's a person that does what she says she's going to do. She's a person that follows through. So naturally, you're going to feel the urge more to follow through than to not. So they kind of help each other. That's the first thing you can do. The second thing is keep things as simple as possible. I usually explain this as chunking down, just like I explained with the brick situation. If I give you a thousand bricks and tell you to carry it, it's a lot more intimidating than handing you one brick and saying, carry this but you're gonna do it more than once. Simplify, simplify, simplify. The moment you overcomplicate things is the moment that it becomes too overwhelming and you give up. If you give yourself a complicated gym routine and you're looking at it before the week starts and you're like, okay, I gotta be extra disciplined this week. I gotta make sure this, 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 and this, and this goes right so that I don't fuck up and get off track. You're already setting yourself up to fail. There are days when I literally go to the gym, I set a timer for 30 minutes and I have my exercises pre-planned, but if I don't finish them in that 30 minutes, they're not getting done. I'm sticking to my commitment. My current commitment is showing up. Maybe in the future when not showing up, is absolutely not an option anymore, it's not part of my identity, then maybe I'll shift the focus. But at this moment in time, my focus is showing up. What's got me this far. So whatever you need to do to simplify, make things as easy as possible for yourself, make following through effortless, that is gonna support you so much more than you realize. And again, I know I'm using the working out example because it's just the easiest to relate this to. But this literally applies to anything, whether you're saving up your money for a big purchase or to pay off debt, if you're wanting to move your relationship to the next level, if you're working on a skill that you might want to turn into a business or something else, it applies to anything. But the third thing that's going to help you break out of the cycle of all or nothing mentality is simply to remember that done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. I heard someone say it this way one time, and I thought it was really cool. Instead of all or nothing, make it all or something. So often we think that doing nothing is better than doing a shit job of something. But if you turn in a half-written paper or a half-assed written paper to your teacher, you might get a 50 or so. Huh? What are you going to get if you turn in nothing? You're going to get a freaking zero. You still telling me that perfect is better than done? If you crush it in the gym one day out of the week and you have six lazy days, you're going to be starting back from square one next Monday. But if you walk for 30 minutes, seven days a week, you're going to make a lot more progress and you're going to have consistency, confidence, and trust on your side. It truly doesn't have to be perfect for you to show up and still make progress. So just remember, done is better than perfect. Progress over perfection all day, every day.
I told you about my 1% rule right at the beginning of this and how it was ultimately what led me to losing the 75 pounds and paying off thousands and thousands of dollars worth of debt all in less than a year. And what the 1% rule that I created is, what is the absolute bare minimum that you can do that will still move you forward towards your goal? For me, during my weight loss season, daily movement was that 1%. I was a bit inconsistent in the gym that year. The first 50 pounds of that weight loss, I never stepped foot inside of a gym. I literally made a commitment to myself to get my ass out on the street. I was living in an apartment at the time on the second floor. I made a commitment to myself to get my ass out on the street and walk for 15 minutes every single day. That was my bare minimum. On days I could do more, I did more. Sometimes I would walk for an hour, sometimes I would run, but the absolute bare minimum that I could commit to was getting my ass out there for 15 minutes of walking. And I lost 50 pounds that way. I hope you're not missing this gold. The 1% rule isn't just do the bare minimum. The 1% rule is give 100% of what you have for that day. Sometimes 100% is 100%. Sometimes 100% is 80%. Sometimes it's 50%. Sometimes it's 20%. Like, seriously, if you work, if you have a job, if you have bills, if you have a family, if you have children, like, let's be honest, you ain't got 100% every day. But you also don't get to put yourself on the back burner. We don't do that here. Healing and growth requires you putting you first and you showing up for you first. And sometimes showing up just means doing the bare minimum. And that's okay. That's good enough. That's going to keep you moving forward. That's going to keep you consistent. So that's what I'm trying to preach here. And today, me recording this podcast, this is me giving the bare minimum today. On Mondays, I like to get up at 5 a.m., do my reading, have my hot tea, then deep clean the entire house. Then I have some calls I jump on. Then I get into some homework, and then I come record. But today, (laughs) I did none of that. It took me hours to get out of bed. And then I had to ask myself, Lacey, and I just want to side note, this is four years after I originally created this concept. Four years later, I'm still using this and I'm still making progress. But I had to ask myself, Lacey, what is the 1% that you can give today? What is the absolute bare minimum? And recording this podcast was that for me. Because I made this commitment not only to myself, but to you. And this is something that I care about. This is something that I have a big vision for in the future. This isn't some temporary thing that I'm just doing for fun or until I'm bored of it. This is something that has a deeper meaning. So the bare minimum was me getting up, putting myself in the chair. I didn't fix my hair up. I know you can't see me. I didn't even put clothes on. I'm in pajamas. I didn't do anything. I didn't write notes for this episode. I have no bullet points. I just came in here and I decided, you know what? Because I'm feeling this way, this would be a good one to share my own personal experience of dealing with this and how I move through it. So this is all straight from the heart. Me living it in real time. Showing you how I overcome it in real time. 
So I hope you can see that I struggle with the same shit you struggle with. I'm not any better. I'm not wired differently. My brain wasn't set up differently than yours. Now, granted, I did a lot of work to rewire mine, but genuinely, I struggle with the same things. I have very similar thought processes. The only difference, which I'm hoping won't be a difference for much longer if it still is at all, is that I've figured out how to overcome a lot of my mindset blocks, my mental limitations. I have cracked the code on how to get the fuck out of my own way so that I can actually do something big with my life. And my hope and goal is to share that with you and to create epic freaking lives and results alongside each other, to celebrate each other, to lift each other up, encourage and support each other and love each other every step of the way. So genuinely, I hope that's what you feel for me and that's what you receive here. I'm so grateful that you are here another week listening in to another episode. I promise to give you more energy and more um in the next few episodes. Don't be too hard on me. I'm giving everything I can today. I love you. See you again soon. Thank you so much for being here and queen. Give yourself a high five for showing up and committing to be the best version of yourself for you and your people. You are such a badass for that. If you got anything good from this episode, would you send the love back by DMing me on Instagram at boldly lacy, letting me know exactly which part resonated with you. These types of messages empower me to keep showing up and they also help me understand the types of conversations you really care about. All right, bestie, we'll talk again soon, but for now, it's time for you to step up and start being the badass that we both know you are. 